City again, and it's three, and an absolutely exquisite finish with two and a half minutes to go, and we've talked her up, Darren Hemp, and we've said what a good player she's going to be, and what a fine goal it was to wrap up the FA Cup final. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of MCW Fancast. This week we're joined by Dave and Jane for the OSC. It's good to finally catch up. It feels like it's been an absolute age. How are you both? I hope you're keeping well. Yeah, yeah, keeping well. Uh, like you say, it feels like an absolute lifetime since we saw everybody and since we kind of met up with everybody. So it's will be quite nice to have a chat. Yeah, it's nice to chat to you, Emma, and to chat to everybody else, obviously, because, you know, football's such a big part of all our lives and we're all missing it, obviously. But, you know, this is such an important time for us all to get through. Absolutely. So, but it's nice to, to chat. Yeah, definitely. This week, we're mostly going to be answering your questions. So thank you to those of you that have contributed, even though there's been a little, little to talk about in regards to the football. But firstly and foremost, I wanted to just ask you both, how are you coping without the football? The house has never been tidier, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> All those, you know, those little jobs that we can't do at the weekend because we've got a football on, I've managed to sort out a lot of stuff. Jude wanted to actually know <laughs> what's been the most boring and menial task that you've done since being in lockdown. Um, I cleaned the oven. <laughs> I cleaned the oven. That was that was that was a day's work. Well, I made it into a day's work. To be honest, it, I bet it's sparkling. Um, sparkling. They, <laughs> we're not allowed to use it now. No more cooking now for Dave. Yeah. No, <laughs> I clean the shower and the grouting and all that, so I'm sure that's riveting for all your listeners. Oh, grouting. Grouting's a rubbish job. Yeah, it's like Jane says, you just find time to fill your days and um, uh, with little odd jobs around the house and stuff, because obviously we're staying in and what have you, so uh, it's it's what it is, isn't it? But uh, it is nice to see that, you know, this is where the online community, people such as yourselves and the most boring thing I did actually was last weekend I'd, in uh, last year I bought a, a leaf blower <laughs> and I thought I'm gonna get I'm gonna put this leaf blower together and I'm gonna leaf blow the garden and then jet wash it and do all that kind of stuff so I spent about no no word of a lie about four hours trying to put together this leaf blower to, to, <laughs> to finally uh, come to the conclusion that there was a fault with it. Um, so now it's stuck in the car, shoved in the car, <laughs> so I can take it back and hope they take it back. But yeah, that, that was the most menial menial thing that I did. It was, uh, and Faye was just laughing at me, at me while I did it, <laughs> basically. It would, yeah, it would. You're right. I'm actually gonna do that. I'm, I'm gonna give it another go at the weekend, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna go old school and just do yeah. it uh, by hand. <laughs> yeah, you can get, you can get one of those 
<laughs> yeah, no, it is like you say. You just find you just uh, find yourself ending up just doing the most ridiculous things. But um, it, yeah, I've got a got a bit of a strategy for this bank holiday weekend. I've I've sort of planned it day by day. But uh, what whatever whatever happens, I'm I'm at least gonna try and and definitely <laughs> pick up the leaves in the garden. <laughs> So there's been some great content put across social media. We've had a lot of players getting involved and posting. And Janet would like to know what's been our favourite women's football live broadcast, including Esme and <laughs> Esme's and Lauren's uh, shows that they've been doing. And Alex Scott has been doing a lot of broadcasts, Instagram lives with players, chatting to players. Uh, so what of uh, of those things have you enjoyed most? Well, I think like you say, we can't start anywhere other than Esme and Lauren's... Uh impromptu uh, musical numbers can we I think that's been special it's brought a smile to everyone's face when we've needed it the most yeah um, sing along they've been absolutely brilliant to watch you know so I'd, I'd say that those are a highlight of everyone and then obviously we've seen some of the other um, players as you say putting stuff out on social media which is I think it's important I think it helps people feel connected and stuff things like Jill's been doing a skill yeah, skill sets yeah skill sets in the back garden and then setting challenges for everyone and things like that and um, I know you, Jane, was watching one yesterday afternoon, weren't you, from um, was it Aoife? Oh, yeah, that was Aoife and Kira on Instagram Live together, just doing a little roommate chat together. Yeah. Um, so I think it's nice. It's quite nice for, for people to see the players doing that. I think Aoife Mannion as well on her Instagram has been doing loads of little videos of her doing all her exercises and kind of just the little things about talking about how she feels when she's not motivated and what she makes herself do and it makes you think kind of it's not just you who feels like that some days it's everybody else so it's quite I think it's quite nice and quite important for them to see that as well yeah Eva's been really good at documenting her recovery though hasn't she like even before the lockdown you know she's been really good at keeping uh, fans up to date with how she's progressing and how she's getting on yeah definitely definitely I think um, it's probably quite important for her as well because it makes her feel still a part of the football community and still a part of everything that's going on. But then the flip side is, it's you know good for for other people to see kind of the struggles that she has, and it it makes you feel that like you're not on your own, and kind of people are having the same issues and the same kind of things going on. Yeah, and um, I've got, I've got to mention, like you said, Lauren and Esme's performances. I mean. The Bohemian Rhapsody was pretty special. She promised us a big finish on that one. You weren't joking. They definitely delivered. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, and we've also been able to enjoy as well. We played through the FA Player some of the old games as well, bringing them out of the archives. Um, how have you enjoyed them? I absolutely loved them actually. I sat through the um, the Arsenal game. Was it from 2015 when Tony Dogan scored that? Pearling goal the other week. That was on um, I think that was on the WSL Facebook page. And then there was the FA Cup one. We watched the Birmingham final from 2017. And then we watched the one that you put up as well a couple of weeks ago. Emma, when we watched the uh, West Ham last season oh, yeah. against West Ham together, didn't we? So, that, that was a bit of a disaster, though. <laughs> I still enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good to be fair. I think it was just it was just fun to have. Uh, it was just good to have a bit of fun with it, uh, just to relive the day. And a lot of people got involved with it, didn't they, on the Twitter and contributed some photos and their yeah, videos from the day, which was good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, as you know, I'm pretty much you know 
are on a lot of the OSC Twitter site, and that's one one positive to come out of this has been people's interactions on there has been amazing. Um, you know, we've had threads for people's city women memorabilia, and people have been sending in pictures of all that, and then people have been sending in pictures of the days at the cup final, as you say, when we were talking about that. Um, people have been sending in pictures of the city books they've got, and the, and the signings, and the selfies with players it's been really good that's one positive we can take from that is that you know I know like the, re- the reliance on online communities this year um, in this day and age sometimes gets a bad rep but in this day and uh, uh, you know the situation we find ourselves in at the moment I think you can take a positive from it in that it is helping people get through and that helping people to feel just that little bit less lonely hopefully you know and things like that gives them a bit of a pick me up so that, that's one positive we can take from it I feel and people like yourselves as well, I mean, you know, with these podcasts and your, you know, yourself online, you know, it all helps. Yeah. I mean, it can be really difficult at time, like you're saying, you know, you know, you try and think about content, you know, you want to put things out there for people to engage with, to interact with. And, you know, some, day, some days it it might seem like there's nothing to talk about. But, you know, like you said, to, to go online and to engage with fans and, you know, to have find that mutual ground and for you, the love of the game sometimes is, you know, I know sometimes I appreciate it and it gets me through. So I, I'm sure a lot of people feel the same. Yeah, I agree with you completely. Yeah, it's um, like you say, football's such a big part of our lives. So, you know, we've done these threads that we've said and we've said, you know, we've done some quizzes. We do a quiz every Friday night where people can just answer it. You know, it's nothing. We're not doing it for a big prize or anything. It's just for people to have a chat together and just talk about memories. We've got, you know, we've all got a lot of shared memories over the last few years. So we've got quite a lot to talk about there, you know, yeah. and things like that. And it's time for the, to bring those sort of things to the, to the front now, you know, until we, the time comes when we can all get together and start, you know, creating more memories together and things like that. Yeah. Um, that was from Janet, by the way. I don't know if I said it was from Janet, but it was Janet well, that no, sent Janet, the question in. Janet was, Janet was very, very uh, vocal on, on the 2017 Cup final. I think it's her favourite day ever. So yeah. uh, I know Janet was tweeting about that at the time. So it's, yeah, I'm not surprised that she enjoyed that. Yeah, I mean, we always talk about that day, though. You know, a lot of fans hold a lot of sentiment to that day because it was so special for a lot of people. And, you know, a, you know, a lot of hit fans were saying it was their first game. You know, it was, it was a major trophy for the club. And you know it it is an important fixture and you know to relive those games and have that opportunity for those fans that maybe wasn't following that club at the time as well it's also really important and we've reflected on games you know i think they've shown the liverpool bristol game the other the other day and i know we, we don't really follow the clubs but for the history and the, the importance of this and the significance of that game for the history of the, the wsr league it, it was really important as well yeah things like that so that was a, like you say a, a massively significant game but for people who weren't watching the game at the time probably won't know anything about that so that to be it? able to sit back and kind of take part in that little bit of history that went on and think, oh, okay, so this went on here and that went on there and that's what that team was doing at that time. Um, You don't often get to sit back and think about that. Yeah. No, it has been really good. And like I said, at least we can take positives away from it. It is great to see... Uh, the FA uh, and City in particular doing really positive things. I mean, I know the City interaction that, that they've been doing, they've been doing home packs. They're still having that engagement. They're still trying to put out content. They are being really active. They're doing, you know, a, a, a lot of positive things that we've seen from the club as well over the last three weeks in particular. I mean, it, it does make you feel really proud to be a part of the club as well. 
Yeah, I think City have done really well. I think as a club, they've, uh, as you say, their online content has stayed very high. The players are very visible on there as well. Um, I believe they've been phoning around some of them uh, elderly season ticket holders and citizens members and checking just to see they're okay. I've seen a few people commenting on that online, you know, the City had phoned them just, just to check up on them and things like that, which is nice to hear, you know, because, you know, it's it's such a big part of everybody's life, the club, you know, you know, the men's team, the women's team, we all, you know, we all support either all the aspects or some of the aspects of the club and we've all, you know, we're all missing it, so... It's nice to see the club still engaging with everybody on those levels. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk a bit about the football then. City, we've seen them do a lot of business over the last few months. Players have been offered new contracts extending beyond the, at the end of the season. Jess Park, the most recent of those, and the club announced this week that she's signed her first professional contract. How happy are you with the likes of Horse and Walsh? We're all committing to the club for the future. And is there any business that you'd like to be seeing done by the club before the summer? Yeah, I'm very pleased with the ones you've mentioned there. I mean, obviously, they're all fantastic players uh, in their own right, established players. And then you've got a young player like Jess signing for um, a first professional contract and stuff and, and keeping her at the club, which I think anyone who's seen Jess knows the potential that's there as a footballer. It, it, it's immense, so more than happy with that. Um, obviously, a City, we're going to look at things at the end of the season anyway weren't they with the situation that happened with Nick um, we're not sure what was going to happen with the manager would Alan stay in charge he was only ever referred to as interim manager we're not sure what the longer term plan was there by the club uh, have they got someone else lined up were they going to offer it to Alan um, on a more permanent basis if he did well so I think before all this this situation would have now happened I think you know we were going to wait and see till the end of the season but that's now all even more up in the air with the situation we're in, isn't it? We don't know if they're going to resume the season, if they're going to complete this season, cancel some of next season. And this is right across the game. This isn't just City, this is everybody who's in this thing. So I think some of the decisions that we're looking at might not be made until it's time to sit down with these players when everything's back on a, at least a, a relatively even keel and, and make some decisions and... Obviously, a lot of it depends is, are they going to complete the season or not? Um, I know you had uh, Dan from Full Time Magazine on your, pod, your last podcast talking about this. Mm. And, um, you know, it's, we don't want any more any immediate reaction, but obviously people's health and the situation within comes before football, and football will be decided afterwards when the, the bigger issues are sorted. So I think we need to wait and see, really, mm. to be honest with you. Are there any, are there any players that you'd like to see extend at the club? Um, I think, for me, somebody like Janine, who's coming to the end of her contract, is is somebody who, I'm sure you'd agree, we'd like to see extend her time at the club. We've already had the news for people like Pauline that their contract's not going to be extended, which is a shame, but I think if, if we could add Janine Becky to that list of players who've signed an extension, that'd be really good news yeah i agree i, I think we um we mentioned on twitter yesterday or the day before that she, her assist rate um in in the wsr league was eight and that's on, on par with Miedema. i mean for for what she's contributed to this season to the team and how she's been played out of position and how she's you know played that position and made it her own and um, she's done really well and she's for me she's up there as for me as one of the contenders for player of the season Oh, definitely. I mean, we're hoping at some point to still run our uh, OSC Player of the Season uh, campaign, and certainly 
as you know, everyone gets a vote and can vote for whoever they want. Uh, certainly, I would say that Janine is in the running for that. On this season performances alone, um, when you take into the fact the position she played in wasn't a natural at the start of the season and mm-hmm. things like that, she's been one of the outstanding players of the season. There's no two ways about that. So, would love to see her extended. Um, you know, and, and let's not forget what a big uh, signing we had earlier earlier this year when Kira, you know, reset, you know, signed a new contract as well. Yeah. Because she's she's been outstanding this season as well, Kira. So that's another great signing for the club. So, you know, I'm glad that that one's sorted. Uh, but yes, yeah, certainly Janine would be the, the the priority. I would say personally, her, you know, to mm. to look to extend. Because it has, like, it has added so much depth to her own game, really, hasn't it? Like, she's sort of adapted so well and it offers that versatility in in Janine as a player. Yeah, I think so. And I think she probably surprised herself as well with how well she's played there because I think if you were to ask her before this season or before she played at the right-back position, she would have never imagined herself on that in that part of the pitch so I think she's done so well and it's proved how versatile she is and how much of a good footballer she is and obviously we have to talk about the league with there being so much uncertainty at the moment with the completion of, of both the women's super league and the championship tiers the suspension of the leagues remains under review and it's unclear as to how or when the season may be concluded although some managers have come out and spoken that it must be played to preserve the integrity of the game there's been so much discussion already about how people would like to see the remaining games played out but what are your thoughts on this and how do you feel and like what do you feel is the most viable option moving forward for the FA um my thought is that this season should be completed whether that happens in August, whether it means you have to wait till September, you know, I think that this season should be completed and then we can worry about what the structure of next season looks like after that. Mm. At this moment in time, it's not it's not safe for the players to go out and play, it's not safe for fans to be in stadiums, so once it's decided that the time is right for the season to restart, I think that this season should be continued, even if it means that it takes up till Christmas and then we look at whatever the structure is for next season after that I, I, no, I pretty much agree with that I think I, I'm not a fan of um, playing I'm talking football generally and men's and women's I wouldn't be a fan of playing behind closed doors because you know um, without the fans I just don't think that football is I was a little bit disappointed to see the lower leagues be expunged so soon the other week um, I'd like to have maybe bought themselves a little bit more time but I understand there's, there's money issues with with clubs and it's difficult I understand that because it's unprecedented the situation we found this up I, mm-hmm. I don't mind being too critical of anyone because you know this is uncharted territory for, for, for every for every club um, but I'd like to see it completed definitely uh, and as James says if that means eating into next season's time at least next season hasn't started so we could then curtail next season certainly in the women's game you could maybe look at even having another spring series type competition next season where we all play each other once and then that would put us in line again, hopefully, the, the following summer to be back on, you know, back in line with the calendar. But yeah. obviously, it's all got to be led by the situation of the actual, you know, the government and when it's safe for people to to resume these things. And yeah. that must come first, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Like first and foremost, obviously, the well-being of players, staff, and fans comes first. And you know, yeah. football comes after, you know, I've said this before, we've just got to be patient and just see how this situation evolves and, and what happens in terms of how we conclude the season. I, I don't think is at the forefront of 
many people's minds at the moment we just want to sort of come out of this situation that we're in at and then see what happens yeah obviously it's a question of priorities we all love our football but you know there are, you know it won't be the highest agenda there's, there's other things that need to be sorted as uh, you know before we could even look at that obviously and, and as i say it's unprecedented i don't think you know the, the government always say they're being led by the science and i think that's that's all we can do is let the situation be handled and then we can look at it when the time's right, which I'm sure they will. Yeah. You know, I'm sure they will do that. You know, just hope they come up with the right decisions. I hope so. And like you said, it is. A, it was a shame, like you said, that, that those lower leagues, it almost seems as though the decision was made too quickly for me. In my opinion, it was made too quickly. But it was just the reports of the, the lack of consultation between the clubs as well that didn't sit too comfortable with me. That it wasn't there wasn't an opportunity there for for clubs to express their thoughts on the situation. No, I think it took a, the clubs by surprise a lot. I don't think they were consulted with, which is I think what upset a lot of them. Um, it seemed a little bit of an knee-jerk reaction. Like Dave said, you know, you don't want to criticise people too heavily because it's a situation people haven't ever been in before. Yeah. But it feels a little bit like that was a knee-jerk reaction that didn't take the team's views and, and issues into consideration as much as it probably should have. We're going to just talk about... Because you've, you've still been busy. Obviously, you've been doing lots of stuff on social media, but you've also been on another podcast. Do you, do you want to talk about that? I listened to it yesterday and I really fully enjoyed it, but do you want to talk about it? Because it, it really was a great listen and I think um, you know we can direct some fans towards it as well because it, it was great. Oh, well, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, we, we're invited by Patty... I think Patty LaBella. Patty LaBella. Bella, who runs the uh, WWF podcast, which is the Women's World Football Show podcast from America. She's based in um, California, and uh, she she got in touch with her on social media. And, you know, she said she was having Janine Becky on for an exclusive interview, and obviously, so she was focusing on uh, the episode around City, and so she'd like she wanted to know if we were to come on and talk about you know talk about the OSC, talk about City talk about you know city fans in general and things like that and it was it was lovely experience she was really nice to chat to and uh she went through a series of questions with us which we answered you know all, you can hear that all on the podcast uh it was really enjoyable you know lovely uh lovely experience yeah and, you know obviously uh, you know it was interesting to compare you know some of the some of the um things she was talking about about the situation in america with you know with, with the football fans over there as well so yeah, comparisons uh, really yeah it was it. It was good. I I did really fully enjoy it. I did think it was a little bit harsh though at the end. How you know she wanted to sing with you and you didn't sing with her. I thought that was really harsh. Don't try and get us to sing on here now. It's not going to work, am I? <laughs> no, I thought it was cruel. And it, I'll say the same to you as I said to her. You don't want us singing. You want your listeners to come back. If I start singing, you'll lose listeners. So but it definitely it definitely is a really good listen and um it's available on most podcast platforms yeah, so yeah. wherever you yeah, listen to us you can probably listen to that as well so definitely check it out so put a few links up and stuff it's, it's uh they're on twitter and they'll link to it. it's uh, wwf show i believe yeah. uh, and she patty has said that she would love to come over to england when you know when the time's right and come to a city game and yeah. you know sit with us and have a sing song then so she's more than welcome she knows that and i'm sure when she does you know you can uh have a chat with yourself as well. Yeah, I mean, I've been listening to a podcast. I mean, it's been going for years. I remember it, it was one of the first women's football uh, podcasts I remember listening yeah. to. And 
she's really established herself as as definitely one of the best so yeah it's a great listen um if you've not checked it out already i definitely recommend it but most certainly the episode speaking to you guys was was really good and obviously the interview with janine as well it was uh, really good to hear her i think she was out in france and she was with the international team wasn't she so that's right yeah, yeah so that was uh, an interesting interview uh, just before everything obviously changed in terms of our situation but um you've also been really busy as well you started preparing the yearbook for next year well yeah andy our our author people know andy andy walden has done the last two um yearbooks for us and we're working on this year's obviously we'd already started working on it before you know before um the situation we find ourselves in now so we decided to use this time and andy's been working hard collecting stuff writing articles for it there'll be um Fan, fan inclusion again you know some articles from supporters of wrote for Andy and they'll all be included but obviously you know we're not going to print the book yet we're going to wait to see what happens uh, so the book will be held and just just so we see what's happening and then we'll release it when the time's right and when we can you know get it out to people and we can start work games again and selling it so but uh, yeah really it's kept us it's kept me busy anyway as well you know just selling stuff out for it and liaising with Andy who's been working hard, so, yeah, we hope it's as good as the last two. The last two have been completely sold out the last two years, so we hope to do the same again. Brilliant. No, I look forward to it. It's uh, I've obviously got both copies, and it's always a good read, so looking forward yeah. to, to getting my hands on that. I believe you're going to do a, a small article for us yourself, Emma. Yes, I will try and contribute something. I don't know what yet, but, yeah, I oh, will do, of course. I will do, of course. I'll get my thinking cap on. Might give me yeah, some yeah, to do this weekend. <laughs> Well, you're the voice of the fans and stuff, so it'd be nice to have you in there. And um, you know, we like to include as many supporters as we can as well, because it is you know a yearbook about supporters as much as about the team. So you know, it will be nice. No, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you asking, and I will look forward to contributing. I I think that's about it really for this week. Um, But hopefully, you know, we can catch up again in a couple of weeks. Um, What have you got planned for the weekend? Anything special? The weekend. I didn't. I didn't really know it was the weekend. (laughs) I know all the, all the days have started merging into one. They have. I've got a pair of scissors and a ruler. I'm going to go and cut my lawn outside <laughs> and get out of this week. I thought That's you were going to say you were going to go and cut your hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. I should cut my hair. <laughs> well, I'd like to take this opportunity to thank everyone that's interacted with us on social media. It's been fantastic. Um, you know, uh, I think together, you know, we, we are helping people just, just to stay in touch and chat. Um, I'd like to thank uh, Peter Simpson who's been putting a lot of quizzes up for uh, members on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, um, I like that. I'd like to say thank people for, for the interaction and everything because it's it's been great and it does help. It helps me, it helps others. You know, we all we all we're all on the same boat in terms of we're all missing the football, missing each other. So things like this, I'd like to thank yourself, Emma, as well. You know, the podcast, keeping the podcast going, I'm sure and that helps people as well. So. You know, I'm sure people appreciate it, so... We like to try and do our bit and, uh, you know, we just do what we, you know, we all do what we can in this time and help each other and be there for each other when... Yeah, that's it, yeah. ...when we need yeah. to be, so you will continue to do that if people want to hear from us and that's what we'll do. <laughs> sure they do. All right, yeah, thanks, nice. Dave. Thank you, Jane. Thank Both you, of you. It's been lovely to speak to you. Take you care. too. Stay safe, both of you, and I'll see you yeah, soon. Yeah, and you, Emma, and you all your listeners, stay safe and um, speak to you soon. All right, Bye. speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.